Symbiosis Now. We got Tyler Colombero coming at you quick. And Allison Colombero coming at you not as quick, but quick. And together we're coming at you pretty decently fast, but not too fast. Just enough to grasp. Just enough to With be. your attention span and ours, we can do okay, guys. We can do it. Yes. <laughs> so anyways, we're sitting here. It is June 21st, longest day of the year. Yep. Shout out to Brent. I know it's your birthday. Happy B-Day. Shout out to other people out there that are enjoying the day in the sun. Shout out to all the fathers for Father's Day. Father's Day. Shout out to you, Dad. Shout out to you, all you dads out there. Yep. Shout out to me for me maybe being a dad one day. But more so, we're here to talk about, well, pretty much whatever the fuck we want to talk about. <laughs> we just talk we about talk whatever about. we want to talk about. <laughs> you know? But yeah. I know you got some shit on your mind. I know you got something on the computer right there, don't you? Yeah, I do. And uh, in regards to, like, what day it is, it's just interesting because it's like, yeah, today's June 21st. It's Father's Day. Anybody out there, if you pay special attention to your dad today and don't tomorrow, don't be that person. Like, love your dad tomorrow, right. too. And uh, that's that If for every single the holiday. The odds that you're listening is not, not likely today. to be today yeah. either because we're shooting it today. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah. So... Any but yeah, no, you're right. Absolutely. It's kind of one of those things that, like, I'm not doing the best job currently right now. Me and my father are kind of at a weird position just speaking-wise, but we're good. <laughs> but, you know, I got to call him as soon as we get off here and tell him, hey, you know, I love you. But the reality is, is I would call him on other days regardless. I mean, it doesn't have to be Father's Day to talk or get a gift or any of that stuff. You should get a gift and be there for each other regardless, um, whether Absolutely. the days are dark or bright, you know. And, uh yeah, no. Let's be there for each other, you know? It's good. I think uh, I think that's good. We're good. Uh, I went into my drive, mm-hmm. and I pulled up this paper. Okay. And it is, uh, I, I wrote this April of 2019, and it's just a response. Um, so it's not like a full-blown essay. It's just like a resp- must have been a response to maybe a movie or maybe huh. like a chapter in a book yeah. or a section that we talked about. So, it's called Cotton Slavery in the Old South. Whoa. Yeah. The agricultural regions of in the South stretched across Virginia, Maryland, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Florida, parts of Texas, and spaces in between. The main crops cultivated were cotton, tobacco, and sugar. The book also states that another staple was rice shortly above the growth of corn, potatoes, barley, and other crops. Cotton. Cotton became the main source crop because a new staple version was being used called short staple cotton that was easy to grow in many climates as opposed to other crops that required a more specific climate that were harder to grow. Did you have a question? I'm sorry. No, I mean, I, I you were alluding to all these other staple crops, but all these other staple crops are like food staple crops. Cotton is more like the staple crop for using for material, like resources, like sh- like clothing and and like you know you know you name it. But what's interesting about cotton is that cotton grows in a huge, most of the time, monoculture level field, and is harvested all at the same time. And basically, the plant is dried and defoliated to basically produce a flower, which is a little cotton bowl, which is almost like a flower, like you know, robbed of its future. You know what I mean? But anyways, it's crazy because, like, cotton is a staple crop. I never really thought about it that way, I guess, is when you said that out loud. Yeah. I'm like, well, yeah, it is. Even though it's staple for not for food, it's staple for a lot of other uses, which is a staple crop, right? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, So on to the next paragraph. It says, the business classes, in air quotes, 
played a large role in the flow of the plantation economy. The textbook states, so see, I must have been just responding to the textbook. The textbook states that there were businessmen running these scenes and merchants were design, designated to farms where they worked to find buyers for the cotton. So basically like a, the middleman for the salesman. What is it called when you go around and like, I don't know, I can't think of the word. They, uh, a middleman, essentially. The textbook states that there were businessmen... A drug dealer? Running, no. <laughs> yeah, running the scenes, and merchants were designated to farms where they worked to find buyers for the cotton. Other members of the business classes, such as lawyers, editors, and doctors, among many others, were too closely dependent upon plantation economy. The most important element these classes played was plantation management. The slave codes were laws set in place in southern states restricting slaves from owning property, leaving their owner's presence without permission, being out after dark, meeting in groups, carrying firearms, or to ever hit or strike a white person even in self-defense. These codes also had a strict ruling for defining who was which race. Anyone with even a trace of African ancestry was defined black. Slave life was shaped by their relationship with their owner because each individual was treated differently. Most incidents were handled by owners who would carry out whatever punishment they please, which often would include whipping and other forms of abuse. Some relationships, however, became a bond, some plantations intermingling slave and masters and maintaining an open, loving relationship. Oui. Others were abusive and tyrannical. Sexual abuse was also a prominent issue among the slave community. Treatment such as this led to rebellion. And one major example of organized... Ooh, we love that word, though, right. don't we? Uh, well, uh, sexual abuse was also a prominent issue among the slave community. Treatment such as this led to rebellion. One major example of organized rebellion is the one led by Nat Turner. By his lead, the organized group went door-to-door -door killing around 60 white citizens. Another example of organized rebellion was the slaves' unwillingness to work hard. Many owners referred to their slaves as being lazy, but little did they realize this was their chosen form of protest. Which makes sense. Yeah. Don't we all do that when we, had, we have a job we hate? We're like, fuck you, I'm going to work slower today then, bitch. You said what to me? Right. I'm your I'm your little slave, you know? Like, And that's in the modern world people act like that. So imagine if you literally were taken from another land, taking your family all away from you, and you're told, hey, you need to work and pick cotton all fucking day. Right. Yeah, you bet you they're going to slow their ass down. That's like, I mean, you know, in the modern field labor, it seems like there's most people would rather be paid by uh, by the bin, like a fruit of being picked, versus by Quantity. the hour. Um, depends, right? Depends on the person, right? On the on the the grower or the uh, what do you want to say? The profiteering end, they would rather pay you by the bin because you're basically going to get more. You're going to get paid for exactly what you picked. But if you, if they pay you by the hour, you could do two bins in an hour. But if you were getting paid by the bin. You might do 10. You might do 10 in the hour. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it really just depends on the person on that end. Now on the other end, whoever wants to make money and how bad they want to hustle and how valuable is their time, stuff like that. You know, yeah. it really just depends on what game you're playing. But it's interesting because this, this does relate because it is kind of a form of modern slavery where they, you know, you get paid minimum wage because that's the minimum in which the state will allow you to pay someone to do a job. 
But I mean, it's the same kind of thing where like people, some folks, if, if they're not being taken care of, they don't have the materials and stuff, they're going to slow their roll, man. Like, yeah. and of course they are. Yeah. Why are they hurrying? Why is anyone hurrying breaking, breaking, breaking back in the sun, you know? Yeah, absolutely. The to idea, be taken advantage of, you know? That's why it was crazy for me to read this because I clearly... We all do a job, right? We all have labor. We all have our role. But there's a difference between like honoring that or taking advantage of the labor, you know? Absolutely. It's uh, it's interesting in a terrible way how the economy was and still is to this day so dependent on free or next to nothing labor. And that's not Cheap only labor, yeah. prison labor, stuff. obviously. Which is another but, for, for form of minimum wage because basically they pay them. Right. But like three cents like a day. Literally, in, in yeah. Or something. Yeah, three cents an hour right? type of shit. Yeah. Right. Literally. Um, but it's like big. It's not just the prison system. Like the prison system, when people say something's made in America, what does that mean? It could mean it was made in a prison in America. Right. Which is not... I'm not saying made things that are USA made in prison are bad. So yeah. Or made in USA. Yeah. Right. I'm just saying like people think that's a made in USA is too. better. But it's like yeah. you don't know unless you go to those factories and does that company have an ethical background on the way that they treat people and where they're getting their stuff, you know? Almost bar none. Probably never really. Literally. That's why, uh, that's why it seems like these companies outsource because they have less regulation to jump through less wages to pay less um environmental issues you know all what america's it, gonna be know? all prissy with their rules we're just gonna pull out and we're gonna go overseas less red they don't tape. give a fuck about yeah, their people citizens, people with know? big money like less red tape of course right yeah. so and it's sad because it just is everything around us like i really would like to i i don't even know do we need to be investigative journalists do we need to go and see these places oh like, we're going we're already I, on our way i mean coming we're to a right town now. near you pulling no. up <laughs> <laughs> we're already out front guys come on we got the van we got the microphone <laughs> yeah like the example that we were using the other day or i don't know if i'm repeating myself here on a podcast but the mica mines like in the yeah, makeup and that, how, yeah. you know, people don't know where stuff comes from. People don't know where the water comes from. Mm-hmm. You know damn well people don't know where their food comes from. Uh, even just like, I don't even know if people realize that a laptop is made from the earth. Like, I think obviously adults do, but like what children, do you mean? does anybody tell them that this is material? Like It's kind you know, of, it's kind it's of hard not, to believe that a microchip and all this kind of stuff does come from like minerals and metals and like all this stuff, right? Like it is yeah. kind of a trip. Like when we say the phrase, nothing is new under the sun. Right. That sounds like such a hippie thing. It's like, no, literally. like Yeah, it's just the the, we just manufacture those materials differently to do different things and stuff. But it's still the same raw materials that were yeah. essentially present on the earth since, I don't know, someone could argue since the earth has been here. You know, right. like since it's been a big old rock of geology and like air, water, fire, wind. Or are you know these I mean? just like, minerals that we're mining and we're eventually going to run out? Like how oil was made over time from compressing these things, these minerals and things, rocks and whatever we use to make the laptops and our cell phones and everything. Is that a source that we're going to eventually run It's kind of crazy because to like, me, though, I get what you're saying. It almost makes more sense, though, than to, like, mine the oil because the oil is, like, a breakdown refined through, like, the layers of geology over, like, 
a long ass time. I don't need to sound like scientists and say exactly this many billions of years it takes for each drop of oil to get down there or whatever, you know, but it's a bunch of life basically broken down into a form of carbon that's now just liquefied. You know, that's different than just taking almost a lot of these rocks that are, yeah, they found a little bit deeper in the soil, but it's like that one big ass rock can make how many microchips? I guess what I'm saying is, is like versus like you drilling a pocket of fluid that literally is just getting burnt into the air, like over and over in our cars and you name it, whatever engine, it seems like that's going a lot faster than making some microchips, which is crazy. And I think that's also why we find this technology as an, as a possible, like a win or an exit, like a, an exodus from our physical problems because we can like just kind of like how when they started uh building skyscrapers they started building up instead of like expanding laterally they started expanding vertically yeah and i feel like we're trying to do that with laptops is we're like expanding vertically with our consciousness and and basically by using a tool we can do that um instead of I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of, it's hard to compare it, I guess, to be the exact same thing, but you know what I mean. No, I totally hear you. And I think anybody listening this far definitely hears you too. There's a yeah. disconnect between what's happening and who, where it comes from. And Oh, there's endless disconnections, no doubt. Yeah. But it's crazy because we're all still connected. But in the mind, we can become disconnected, obviously, from our environment, from our people, from where we come from, from our own heritages and cultures. Right. What else are you thinking about? We could transition into a different topic, or we can... Uh, what are you feeling? Well, I'm thinking about a lot of things, of course. I'm thinking about how most of us, as humans, like, we feel like we were kind of talking about in the last podcast, like, oh, that doesn't concern me, so it doesn't affect me, you know? I can't get that out of my mind, because I feel like everything affects me. And I think about it, and people are like, well, that's just your own mind, being weak, Tyler. You care too much about the rest of the people and humanity and stuff. It's not, the weight's not on your shoulder. True, but if humanity doesn't stick up for humanity, you think the lions are? You think the hyenas are gonna stand up for humans? Right, You know, right. Like, no, we gotta stand up for each other. So nonstop, I'm always kind of thinking about how can I just sound less abrasive and remind people that actually really the reason why I'm, I'm kind of upset is because I feel like humans are taking being taken advantage of for too long and there's too much intense dehumanization going on to where it's like, I guess if we just think that that's okay, then we'll just say nothing. But if we really don't think that's okay, we're like, I don't, then I have to constantly keep speaking up about it and maybe just letting people know that, like, I think that that's normal to disagree with all these dehumanizing factors of our world and our society. Yeah, I, I totally disagree. I don't think we need a lot of things to make our economy work that we are told we need. You know, don't get me wrong. We all got to eat and make, you know, survive, essentially. But we've turned it into this thing where we all have to have a career and make good money, make, you know, triple six digit figures a year and all this stuff that like, are you yet? Because I'm not. Right. <laughs> I don't know where that dream was taking us because literally, well, literally our world's changed too. So it's kind of like the dream has to change. We, we've always been, there's a choice. There's a fork in the road where we decided as individuals at one point and now as husband and wife that like, we're not out to be the richest. That was never the goal, right, never and that's the goal. not ever going to be yeah. the goal. The goal is not, not likely, even, anyways. <laughs> no offense. No, no. If you want to be real, if we want to get rich, I guess quick, you sell out. Right? We, we you can sell get rich out quick. hard, right? That's yeah, how there's do, plenty right? of ways that yeah, we could go on right. and on, and it's not just me and you. Anybody, could, yeah. yeah, you could join a multi-million dollar I guess it's just not likely for us because like, like we're not. It's not in the cards for us, anyways. Like that's not the goal. The reason it's not in the cards for us is because we don't want it. Right. That's the point I'm trying to make is that there's this divide between do you want to be the richest or do you want to have a fulfilling life? 
Like, and, it, it, and there's a lot of different ways that people decide yeah. that. It's things like, I could save my money better, but, they, like, we've had experiences with the money that we've spent. Like, it's not a direct same thing, but it's, like, people pick experiences or money. But it's it spans wide. Like, if you want to spend 50 years toiling away at a job and sacrifice watching your kids take their first steps and having somebody else raise them. Like, or this example that I put, there's Jen and Jane. Mm -hmm. You know, they both are offered a job. Jane says yes to the job for her family because she wants to provide for her family. Jen says no to the job because she would never take a job over her family. Especially because she's going to work 40 hours a week where she's never going to be there for a family when her family needs her to physically probably be there maybe perhaps, right? right? It's totally two different, yeah, two sides of the coin. Like it's like different people need different things. Right. They need different different means of, of quality of life. Right. You know? And then so if you have somebody like, for example, a single mother or a single father that they have to provide for their kids but they don't. They live in a city. They don't know anybody. They don't trust anybody to just raise their kid. And then now they have to pay for babysitting and go get a job and then miss out on their kid's life because you have to provide. I'm not saying that the dad shouldn't work or the mom shouldn't work, obviously. But the whole system is broken to where why should anybody be deciding that? Yeah. And then this idea takes us back or takes me back to the TED Talk that we watched a long time ago where it was this girl talking about independence versus interdependence. And it was a lot about Western versus Eastern culture and how like you know in america we're very independent we gotta get our own move out at 18 go get a high paying job suck whoever's dick you gotta get to the top and then go go to your family reunion 10 years later your high school reunion and be like look at how big my dick is like (laughs) but whereas in a lot of other places (laughs) of the world it's like okay if you end up rich or you get rich that's one thing, but it's not like the main motivating, like, gotta be the best, the biggest loser, the shark tank, you're fired, and now I'm your fucking president. Like, it's just the America is so different than a lot of other places, but it's not just America. Yeah, it's you know? kind of a warped version of comp- competition, too, because it's almost like, like, I don't know, the only way to basically play the game is to kind of suck the right dick you know what i mean and it's like this isn't competition anymore this is about who can do the best fucking blow job <laughs> like you right. know what i mean like right i mean uh, it sucks and it, and then it makes me think of the participation trophy thing yeah and uh i just kind of feel like obviously we have to work hard in this life but the reason people probably don't want to work hard is because they don't understand why we have to do everything for money Right. It's like, you know, I don't know. Well, because it comes to a critical point where like, uh, like, you know me, like be trying to be more sustainable in general and like grow our own food and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Like it's kind of to the point where it's like, yo, like if you guys told me I couldn't work tomorrow, sadly, like I know I could still survive. I could still stay alive. I'd eat food and I'd have water yeah. and I'd be able to make it work. Yeah. But would I be able to go be bougie and drive around the state and go on vacations and 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 uh, buy another car and another dirt bike and all this kind of crazy shit like that people want? Like, no, I wouldn't be able to do that. Right. So it's kind of like a trade-off. I get it. But, like, let's be honest. Tomorrow, if a lot of us, if we lost our job, would we be able to pay for food? Because most people go to the grocery store. They don't know where to start. 
to just think about possibly growing their own food to just survive. Maybe just some basil. You know? Maybe an avocado seed that'll never sprout. No, but you know what I mean. Off. I'm just saying, like, the, the difference is huge because, like, if if more of us as, as I mean, I'm going to say as American, the American public and people, if they were more set on, like, saying, like, look, we don't necessarily need this to keep panning out, then we would feel less... Um, I don't know, like cornered, attached. like, yeah, yeah attached like to it. Like it has, it. like we, like, like as if whoever, where this food's coming from has the upper hand, but really you got to understand that most of the people growing this food, they're just, they didn't grow it with you in mind. They grew it as many as they could, as big as they could to look as pretty as they could. And that's it, you know? Yeah. And now you're buying it at the grocery store, which is cool and stuff, but there's a lot of time that that orange or whatever has been dying since it's been off the tree, you know? Now you're eating half decomposing food where most people don't notice that, but the difference is clear when you pick something straight off a tree and eat it versus a day or two later, a week later, cold storage for months later, you get this orange, you know? Right. It's not the same. It's not the same. So the reality is, is like if we were more connected in that sense of just knowing that like we tomorrow, I know I'd have enough food to keep growing and I could keep making it happen as long as I have water and no one comes and attacks me. Like that's a big deal. You know, it makes you feel like you're less in the ball is less in court to to feel like you have to, like as if you are um, oppressed and forced to work and get a job like most people do. That's why we work bullshit jobs is to make money so we can keep driving our car around, filling up with fuel because that's where a lot of our money goes and then they raise the price and tax the fuck out of it that's where a lot of our money goes guys and then you know uh, to the bar and and whatever else for the rest of the month to make sure i pay rent you know we all have to pay bills and like money is apparently the great like equator or whatever you know that everyone was down to trade for but the reality is you could survive also off just knowing how to do your own food and i think you'd feel less like forced i guess is all i'm saying to keep playing a game that you know is not absolutely necessary for survival we treat it as if it this economy that we had the way we had it was absolutely the way it was necessary for anyone to survive but look at everyone's still surviving the economy shut down and everyone's still surviving so right. we can do this it's a matter of willpower and people and how we allocate our resources as a community not as a big federal government <laughs> telling them to tell us what to do like type of thing as a small community you all could take it back we could all take it back and not in an aggressive way just literally just start saying yeah we don't really need to buy your coca-cola anymore we, we know how to make to soda pop to right Walmart here in the next town because yeah. we have great produce right, right here right the tom down the road grows right hella zucchini then right down the road they do hella honey because they're the bee guys then right down the road you, you got the strawberries like you could go anywhere around here and get stuff technically you don't even have to go to the store and you probably save money People will be like, well, then you have to go fill up your car with gas. Tyler will be like, yeah, but you know how many people have gas-efficient-ass vehicles now, too? Like, it's pretty easy to kind of be more sustainable now, more now than ever, because a lot of people are waking up to this idea that we don't necessarily need to have, quote-unquote, big brother stick in their hand and everything to allow us to survive and shit. Like, right. humans have survived well a long time. And a long time to the point where we could develop governments and stuff, yes. But we're supposed to keep those in check and also know what that means. That we need some kind of, you know, some kind of reasoning so people aren't just all slaughtering each other out in the middle of the street and shit. But I think right now people are pretty mad to where they're just like, look, y'all are... Y'all are, you as a government and as our leader, Trump, blah, 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 are like wasting our time. And basically tomorrow, if we could just kick you out of office, we would. And we'd grab this shit by the balls and fix it because literally we've had enough. 
But instead, we have to wait for another election. Hopefully, then their campaign will f pump money and to fix all these problems. Like, I don't believe it for a second. They're not fixing them now. They're not going to fix them later. We ain't got time to waste, you know? It's our time as people, as a community, to come together, pull together, talk about these things, and start doing something about it. I mean, shit, we could start a little agri-hood right here. We could start a little communication thing like this where people just hit each other up and call each other and stuff to get get through this together you know but then be like hey you know i've been growing this man if you keep growing this i don't need to do this anymore uh, and if we just trade every week because you're the bread guy you keep making bread I, how about i give you zucchini you can make zucchini bread then i got bread that you gave me you know and we're all right. trading everything is golden and it sounds like such a far cry but aren't we all trying to specialize anyways isn't that what everyone's trying to do i'm the doctor and you're the lawyer and i'm the firefighter you know what i mean like yeah, that's what actually, I'm so glad that that was the last thing you said right now, because that was kind of what I was picturing, is this, like, line of people, right? Like, if the whole human race was in a line, and, like, you all took it off in a race, like, somebody's going to be in the front. Or, like, if you had a grain of sand, or if you were, if you scooped up a handful of sand on the beach, and you were to throw that handful of sand... One of those grains would be in the front, and some right. of them would get dropped. And it's just like Whoa. the peop the the grains that are in front don't even see what the fuck is happening back there. Like right. I think that's why this is a big circle in a lot of ways too, because it it's like nature versus nurture. Is are people born strong? Are people born weak? What is this survival of the fittest? Like what I and then we've mentioned this before where that wasn't something that was meant to be applied. That was a theory and just that a theory like you say. A so theory, yeah. it's like what are we really even doing here? I, I the older I get and the more I read about politics and all this stuff, it's like dude, wait a second. There's people who care about money and there's people who care about life. Mm -hmm. And that's it. And if you really tear it all back, that's really the motivating yeah, you force. Yeah, like you, you can, tear back politics. It's like a bunch of children that got bigger and just continuously try to undermine each other. Like, you know, straw right. man each other's arguments. What about this? What about isms? Uh, and we still see it today literally more now than ever. And that's why people are throwing in the towel. Like I was talking to Richie earlier. Everyone's just... They're, everyone's in the streets protesting for a common cause because literally y'all keep telling us, well, get a job, get a life. Blah, blah, blah. Well, y'all just shut down the economy and told us we cannot work. In fact, we're dangerous to work. And then you say, but make money somehow. Here's a little check to get you staple by for no one that would this would be useful pretty much. I mean, right. maybe it'd help pay a one bill. You know what I mean? That's cool. But – Come on, man. That's a socialist-ass thing to do, and everyone's against socialism. It's very, it's a very strange phenomenon that we're, like, living through right now. But I think that most people are out there literally standing in the streets protesting for many reasons. Obviously, Black Lives Matter. But I think as a collective, even more so, up against this dehumanization that's going right on, right in front of our faces, that we're pretty much tired of. And people kept saying, don't say anything. Just do what you're told. Just keep going to work. Well, then when you told everyone you can't work and you're somehow supposed to make money, what did you expect people to do? Do illegal activities to make that money like what the fuck man you yeah, know no wonder yeah. people are mad you know and now it's kind of like a lot of people feel like like we're we're out here for two weeks three weeks we're not being heard they don't want to listen the narrative on the news has changed you know yeah but their their demands are the same just like how you read on the podcast the other day about how you know what capitol hill autonomous zone was claiming that they wanted 
what the demand the rights that they're demanding and then what the news was saying that they were demanding was right. not the same they list at same all thing. literally yeah. like nothing on the list was the same it's the same thing as how people assume that black lives matter is a, val- a violent and aggressive and white hating movement but you research it nobody no, it that stands not. for that says anything about that there may be People out there that have done bad things that claim I did this in the name of Black Lives Matter, but nowhere in that's like saying America's only responsible for slaughtering the natives that were here. It's like, yeah, they are, but there's also a lot more to the conversation that like I don't know, and that's a bad example, but it just Yeah. I'm sorry. I kinda got lost in my thought for a second because no, it's, okay. it's like there's <sighs> I guess that's where my brain ended. Yeah. Well, my brains always just end up somewhere. But I don't know, ma'am. There's a lot of things that people are looking at, whether it's the news, social media, talking to their friends or family. The reality is, is if we're not breaking this down and chewing on this and actually talking about it, we aren't getting anywhere. So I still am fond of talking about things and getting somewhere and actually kind of regarding each other as legitimate opinion bearing human beings and that is also kind of dangerous if you want to look at it that way you know that damn right you should listen because that's a human being with an opinion if they don't feel heard they might be feel backed into a corner you know and as a mass scale now everyone does feel like that and i say speak your voice you demand to be heard i feel like the reason why we do podcasts is because we're just trying to be heard so people don't interrupt as much and people don't say whoa whoa whoa, you can't say this you can say this we're all tired of that shit i don't know what who, who who likes to keep on coming out and being like you don't understand that i like the confederate flag because it means that i'm a loser like you know it's like why are you arguing with us again like why are you arguing with me like how is this even happening where are you going with this? I'm tired of all this re- ridiculous rhetoric. I feel like that's why I haven't really been doing much on social media lately and stuff. And why I've been trying to think about what we're doing as as humans here. Kind of meditate on it and be there with my people and my consciousness, you know, as I'm sitting there. And realize that, like, we're trying to figure this out. It doesn't happen overnight. But, oh, boy, are we building something here, guys. New artwork coming. Got Josh Silva going to hit me up about some new artwork for this Symbiosis podcast. That's exciting. We uh, we got new sound, better sound coming at you pretty soon. We're trying to get the MIDI box going, the interface, audio interface going on so we can do you know a little more in-depth, better sound effects for you listeners out there. But we appreciate you guys listening. But more so, we appreciate you having a rebellious-ass soul deep down inside that beautiful brain and body of yours. There's a time to follow rules and there's a time to ask why you're having me do what we're doing. Right, and it doesn't mean you break the rule, maybe. I mean, you've been telling you, but you have every right to ask why is this a rule? Is this a valid rule? Because I ask said the people so around it's not you. good enough anymore. Yeah. Thank you, people. Thank you, Allison. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me on. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Do 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 do.